I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For, the Survivor Podcast. Well, uh, if I understand this term correctly, I will say that this season is batting a thousand. <laughs> uh, I think that's good, right? It's a baseball term. It means you're hitting everything, yeah. right? Okay. Um, yeah, another great episode. This is really turning into one of my, I, I know I've said it before, but like, I keep expecting them to fumble it, mm -hmm. you know, to mix my metaphors. Um, <laughs> the, uh, and it keeps not happening. Like people just, people aren't merely making good strategic moves. They're making dramatic moves. Mm -hmm. And that's what this episode was. But also it's just, pe it's personalities coming forward. And there's just a lot of really good personalities and it's an, a great blend of people. And this episode is just a, a great example of of how good Survivor can be. I was looking at Twitter before we started recording and Dalton Ross, who writes a lot about Survivor, he said, episodes like this are why Survivor has been on for 32 seasons. Yeah. And, and I agree totally. Mm -hmm. um, what did you think about the episode in general? I agree. I keep, as soon as the credits play at the beginning, I'm, I'm waiting for you know, a dull episode episode to finally come around or I'm waiting for idiotic moves or just at all to hit the fan and it hasn't yet. In each episode, there's more and more anticipation for that to happen. It keeps not happening, which is a lot of fun. Which leads me to feel like at this point in the season, it's not going to happen. I don't think so. Because Jason is still around. Um, people are going to try and figure out what to do about Ty. People don't trust Julia. Sydney is a dynamic personality. Um, Aubrey's a dynamic personality. You know, I like Michelle, but there's not much to her. And then Joe's a total whiff, but <laughs> it's, I will, if, if I may, for one moment, go off on a tangent here. Joe is a very specific type of player that I don't like. Uh -huh. Um, there are players that don't get a lot of screen time. Mm -hmm. Um, and that doesn't bother me. Because you can just tell that, okay, they're not super dynamic on TV, but they do act, they do understand strategy and they're going along with the strategy, but they are being consulted and, but they are not the most interesting member of their alliance. And so usually this other person will sort of be the face of the alliance and this person is just going along. Joe, I think, is just completely clueless. He doesn't know how to play the game. He doesn't, I think, even know that a game is going on. Um, there, Occasionally, he'll be stubborn because it's like, no, no, I think this is the way to go. And he says it based on virtually nothing. Um, it's just so frustrating to watch him play. And then I, it doesn't usually bother me when somebody doesn't do well at challenges, um, you know, because... <laughs> I recognize that if I were out there, I would also not do well at challenges. But whenever there's somebody who is just, you know, who knows how long it's been since he's had a confessional. I would say that actual goats are more interesting. Than sure. Joe. Absolutely. They at least eat a lot of weird stuff and you can watch that and they can climb really well. How would you compare him to Keith? Oh, Keith, well, first off, Keith is way more fun to watch. True. He has a much better personality, and he just gets people on his side. Keith has never spoken ill of anybody, and he he at least, he understands that there is strategy. Yeah. He might not be good at it. He might not be able to pick up on everything, but he understands what that there is a thing that is supposed to happen. Yeah. Joe, it just feels like he, like he wasn't, he didn't apply 
He wasn't recruited. I feel like he just wandered onto this onto the <laughs> island, and everyone's like, "Oh, we needed a twentieth person or eighteenth person." It, it just it bothers me so much. Um, and I know that I've read interviews where there are pe- there are like casting people that say this as well that it bothers them that so many people apply to be on that show. Yeah. And now one, and on this season there were only eighteen people, and one yeah. Of why them weren't was there twenty? Because it, three breaks up easier into six, six, and six. Oh, right. I forgot they started with three. Yeah. I guess they could go with 21, which would be seven, seven, yeah. seven. But even then... But then the first vote is not very interesting. Right. When you've, you have the possibility of a, of a tie on vote number one, exactly. which is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so just to think that Joe is taking up a spot with someone who might do something with it. Yeah. And I guess every season they have somebody like that, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because I wanted to like Joe, because... I guess I just wonder what he did in his tape or in his interviews to get himself on the show and what he is not giving now. I'm sure he just, you know, one of the things he said is like, I'm a former FBI agent. You know, I'm very good at reading people. I've been, you know, I'm an older guy. I've been around the block a few times. I'm I'm wise in the ways of the world. Like there's a lot of things. On paper, I think he works great. I guess so. But... I, I also just wonder if he's somebody like a Kelly Wigglesworth who is playing the game, but just not doing it in an interesting enough way to get confessionals. For instance, last, last episode, he said, absolutely not. I'm, there's no way I'm voting for Debbie. That's right. never happening. If he were able to verbalize that or expound upon that, whether in person to another castaway or in a confessional, he might have said something like, why wouldn't you take the completely loyal, completely crazy woman to the end? I think she's good to keep around. Why are we getting rid of good people when we could have been getting rid of person X, Y, or Z? Maybe he thinks all that, but can't verbalize it. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm naturally assuming the worst. That it's just like, no, she was on the original Brains Tribe, and that's where it yeah, is. Yeah, it could be that as well. So. Absolutely. I think either way, it's just simply frustrating that he's still here this late in the game. I keep forgetting he's there. Yeah, yeah, completely. You know, like, oh, it's the girls versus the three guys, right? Yeah. No, there's a guy on the girls' alliance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, him. And the fact that, (laughs) yeah, the fact that there is a guy on the girls' alliance means that it's not officially a girl's alliance. It's just an alliance of, of people that are like-minded. But he's such a non-entity that absolutely it's a girl's alliance, yeah. and they're bringing Joe along. Yeah. You know, he's the trailer hooked up to the back. Um, and not even in a Tarzan kind of way. Yeah, Tarzan was interesting, you know, and just... I just mean he latched on to, like, girls. Oh. Yeah, he did it as a choice. Like, yeah. he recognized, hey, if I... He gave good confessionals, too, where he said, I recognize that if you just tell them what they want to hear, then they'll keep you around. And yeah. You know, he made it pretty far and, you know, I could see Joe being in the final three and that bothers me, even though me it's too. smart to take him. I know. But it's like, yeah, he hasn't pissed off and he hasn't pissed anybody off, but that's because he hasn't done anything. Right. Um, and it just bothers me so much. But anyway, sorry, that's a tangent. I'm sure he's a perfectly nice person, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, how did we get on that? <laughs> I forgot completely. I'm sorry. But, uh, I think we just started with that. Oh, I think we I think we were talking that's right. Okay, we were talking about how I don't think there's with the possible voting out of somebody like Joe. 
I don't think there's a boring episode to be had from oh, now right, on. Right. Um, is voting out Michelle boring? Maybe. I don't know. It's and that's the thing you like voting those people out instead of taking them to the end because they are kind of goatish. Yeah. Um, could be seen as. I think Michelle is playing a really good Amanda kind of game now. Sure. She always gives the right answer. She's very docile. She's into everybody. Everyone's into her. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't made any enemies. No. Like it's, she's not quite playing a Natalie game, a Natalie white game. No. Um, she made strategic moves and worked with the devil. Yeah. And she was, and she was like aggressively nice. Yeah. You know, Michelle just isn't offending anybody. Like there's a big difference between yeah. the two. Um, you know, Natalie had like this, disarming charm to her and Michelle's just a nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder how Michelle would be playing now if Nick were still in the game. Combinations of people and dynamics always change depending on who gets voted out. And along those lines, mm-hmm. I feel like we should pivot to this other thing, which is I'm now fascinated to see how Jason's going to do without Scott. I like Jason without Scott. Now it sounds like he's going to be kind of vindictive yeah. against Ty. Cause he doesn't seem like the type that would do well with getting uh, betrayed. Right. Uh, we already know that, but, um, which is kind of a snooze to me Him being vindictive. Yeah. Oh, like, sure. He should pivot and start playing the game. And I really, ho- I hope he does. I, and I think he can, um, I don't think he's long for the game unless people decide to keep him around. Right. Um, <clears throat> until the end. But at the same time, Scott's on the jury now, so they know that he'll get probably one vote. Um, but yeah, I feel like Jason is, is probably going to be gone next episode. If he doesn't win immunity, I feel like he's gone next episode. He's an obvious vote. Yeah. He's the person you vote for because you don't want to make tough decisions yet. Um, it could go that way or it could, he could be saved by Julia. Julia could say like, okay, well this is my one other person to still take to the end. That's true. Cause everyone hates Jason. That's true. Um, but people also don't like Julia at this point. Like the two of them she doesn't are, know that she doesn't know that that's true. He knows it. Yes. Um, he knows that they don't like him. Right. Um, yeah, it's, uh, does he though? Because he, if, if you're going to be vindictive, that's, I don't, I don't think either one of them thought everyone hated them. He and Scott, when they were sabotaging everything and bullying everyone, they never once talked about like, this might be bad for jury votes, but I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. The idea that at the beginning of the episode, Scott and Jason are like, all right. And I mean, Ty initiated it, yeah. but then Scott and Jason are like, yeah, let's try to make nice. But even their even they're making nice is conditional, which is, Hey, we can it's have everything just still bullying. Yeah. It's just manipulative bullying this time. And yeah, it's, it's weird to like Jason. There's a lot of things I don't like about him, but again, I find, I think he, there's a charisma to him that I uh, respond to, but at the same time, I'm were, over were it. he to go next, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I don't like him. Sydney gives me enough. Ty, Aubrey, they all yeah. give me enough. Um, and Julia, like all four of them have really blossomed over the season. Yeah, and you know if that was your final four, that's a that is a really good final four. Yeah, and I don't know who I would root for in that situation. Aubrey. Probably Aubrey. Um, she's she she's keeps doing zigging well. and zagging through. Yeah, she's getting a very very good edit. That's. That's the other thing. Like, 
there came a moment when they kept showing us, I think it was after the immunity, but maybe before, I don't even recall actually, that uh, they kept showing us shots of Ty while he was talking to Aubrey, but also just elsewhere. And he just looked like he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I believe that is, that's when I, in one of the only predictions I ever give that I, that is correct. <coughs> um, I said, I think Scott's going home. Cause J- Oh, it was after immunity. Cause Jason had won immunity. Yeah. And I just thought like, Ty doesn't have to give him his idol. Mm-hmm. Like there's no rule for this and this would be the way to go. But then in his Ponderosa, Scott even actually made a good assessment that I didn't even think of, which is not only was Ty getting Scott out, he was getting another idol out. So Ty is now the only one with an idol and he can I don't now, even know if Ty thought that far. It's That's giving him a lot of credit. I know, I, but I'm willing to give him the credit. I think he really was just thinking about who do I want to go to the end with this team over here or this team over here. Do you think it was a good vote on his part? No. Uh, not vote, but a good move on his no. part. No. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. I really think he was going to have a hellish, you know, what are they on? Day 27. So like mm-hmm. 12 more days. That's a long time to hang out with two dickwads like Jason and Scott. But I think he would have won. But they weren't that way to him. They were a little bit uh, yeah, they were. patronizing to him, but they weren't actively mean to him. You know? I don't think there's a difference. I think there is like just I talked to Aubrey went and sat down with them on the beach and said, Hey, this might be a plan for us. And right. they're like, no, this is what we're doing. We're voting out your plan. Yeah. No discussion. That's true. That's actively mean. They weren't aware of it, but yeah. it's mean. I guess there's, there, there's meanness in dismissal. Yeah. Um, especially when it's like, there's only three people in that alliance and one of them has an idol. You know, there's just, it go, it comes back to something that, that happens from time to time, which is you got to make sure everybody in your alliance is happy just because there's three of you and you guys hang out all the time. That does not guarantee yeah. that everybody there is happy. I think Scott's overall flaw, which is depicted very prominently in this episode was just being oblivious. Yeah oblivious to how he was coming across to Aubrey when he's trying to quote unquote like, yeah. be nice and extend an olive branch and that sort of thing being oblivious, you know, oblivious to how he might be coming across to Ty, you know, uh, it's, from beginning to end, he was yeah. just oblivious. Yeah. And, uh, including his Ponderosa, which I know we'll get into in a moment, but mm. just assessing his own game and his own behavior and his own personality. That oblivious. astonished me. Of course, you know, we, this is, I feel like there's a thing we have to say from time to time, but there is an element of we are seeing the edit. We are seeing, you know, the editors know the the overall narrative of Scott's story on Survivor, and they will edit to that. Maybe, maybe a good portion of the time he's actually not being a jerk. Maybe he's being actually a very nice guy, but being the nice guy does not play into the overall story. And so maybe they edit to that. And so maybe he's thinking in terms of those occasions when he tried to be nice, but nobody else is thinking in those terms, including the viewer. I don't think you can be nice 90% of the time and then go to Aubrey and be such a manipulative bully. Yeah. I don't think that anyone is capable of that. So I don't think that he was being nice the majority of the time. 
Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, well, maybe he was being nice as a, as a form of manipulation, but then it's like, well, yeah, but that's not being nice. That's not actually being nice. Also, I don't think he's capable of that. That leads to his oblivion. That yeah. Just this lack of understanding of tone of voice or how he's behaving. Yeah, and at Ponderosa, there was a moment where he showed that he still did not get it totally oblivious talked about being a nice guy several times in his ponderosa video now admittedly it sounds like he's had a really rough past i had a rough present uh, yeah yeah i feel for him yeah i have no idea what his life is like um and he might be telling like it might be true that he certainly he he alluded to like well I'm, i'm at least a better person than i used to be yeah and that might be true but he's still kind of a tool. Well, and I, I, I wonder if some of it has to be that he spent a long time in professional sports where you make a fair amount of, make a fair amount of money. You probably get your ego stroked a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're used to sort of having things your way. Yes, you are part of a team. Uh, that's true. But I don't know. You can come across as just a very... Think very oblivious to how actual people act. Yeah. Like you're in a bubble, you're traveling with your team. It's a cocky atmosphere. I think basketball specifically, this is probably what I was trying to get to last episode is that basketball specifically is like a cocky sport Mm. as opposed to baseball or football is as well. But yeah, basketball is up there and you can be a ball hog anyway, not to go back to the sport he played in, but because his whole life shaped him. And I, I don't mean to say that he is a tool. His survivor edit portrays Scott yeah. as a tool, like a hundred percent. And I stand behind that opinion. I don't want to judge or speak ill of people because these are real people, but I'm not sad to see him go. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, which and uh, many weeks ago at this point, he did a couple of things here and there that made me. Uh, th- he at least said some things that made me think. Okay, so he is aware, not merely, not necessarily of how he's coming across, but he is aware of maybe the best strategy to go with and all that. And then he just completely went down in flames and just mm-hmm. became this bully type. And I mean, he had to have known that there was going to be a target on his back at some point. Certainly post merge, when he is seen as a big. Uh, immunity threat. Now he's not, or he, you know, he wasn't really, but he could be seen that way. And so it's almost like he was surprised that other people were playing the game and they might actually be against him. Yeah. You know, exactly. And that bothers me so much. Um, Cockiness to the point of oblivion is difficult to swallow just as much as Joe is to me. Yeah. And it's just one end of the spectrum or the other. Either way, you're not playing a good game. There is one, there's one moment uh, in his exit that I liked and it was his parting words where he he was bothered about getting voted out with an idol in his pocket. Not because, oh, I could have used it, but because this was Jason's idol. Yep. I like that. It should that be a lot. with him. Mm-hmm. And that's a very nice thing to say. That's a very selfless thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and an understanding of like so it's like, well, someone gave something up for me. Yeah. Someone else didn't, you know. And in that moment, probably felt uh, a particular loyalty to Jason, the only person he's ever really trusted in the game. Yeah. Um, But yeah, speaking of which, Mm -hmm. I was uh, 
up until tonight, I was iffy about this super idol thing. I feel like it gave it gave people way too much power, the idea of being able to use this idol after the votes are read. Then I realized this is not like Tony's idol because this requires two people. Yeah. And what if one person changes their mind? Yeah. Now, if Jason and Scott had idols, no one's going to change their mind. But you've got Ty. There's no guarantee there. And that idea had not occurred to me until now that Ty would not do that. And that's when I, if you're going to do the, the idol that works after the votes are read thing, this is the way to do it. I wouldn't mind them bringing this back mm. because it's not a guarantee. Mm-hmm. What I thought might be interesting and what I was hoping, because one, one of my dumb predictions that did not come true, is that when Julia got her letters from home, uh, Jeff said, you know, you might want to read that back in ca- back at camp. And that struck me as strange. And I thought, what if there's a clue to another idol? Because the third one went home. The third one went home. And in a merge situation, when you have a super idol possibility, three idols, not four, yeah, three idols. Then it's like, who do I want to work exactly. with? Exactly. Now Ty has another option. Right. Um, provided people actually communicate. Tell, mm-hmm. You know. Um, and that's the thing, once they had outed it and let's say somebody else gets a clue, let's yeah. say Julia got the clue and it's, and now she knows about the super idol and she's got one. Yeah. Now she goes, she's like, well, I know that Ty has one. I know they, that Jason what has one. What if Joe had won <laughs> and then there had been a clue in the hands of like just the least likely, he probably just would have given it to Aubrey. Probably. Or he, he at least would have, yeah, he would have shared the clue with Aubrey. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if anything, I'd see, you know, he'd read his letters from home, see this clue to the islands, like, what's this? And throw it away. Which is interesting because either way, in this hypothetical, that did not happen. But Julia or Aubrey are the two people who are already sort of working with Ty, you know? So yeah. that would have been an interesting twist either way. Yeah, it's, uh, and it didn't happen. But right. I do think that they're probably going to put another idol in play at this point because it's just more interesting. I don't. You don't think so? No, honey. They don't do that at this point. They do it sometimes. There's only like seven people left. Yeah, they've done it before. You can only play it until five. Oh. So the, so the, the players would not expect it. <laughs> no, see, that's... I, I enjoy... Maybe it's because you I came into the, the show... You just want the thrill of that? Maybe it's because I came into the show on Russell's first season, but the amount of drama that Idol's give you is just so not drama idols can can give you that's russell did a very good job with them yes many people waste them case in point two out of the three in this season well they didn't waste them they did they didn't play them well neil didn't have to play one could have given it to aubrey that is true that's a waste yes um and if it's in your pocket when you go home he can't just like hand it back to jason on his way out it seems like he should have, yes. Um, I mean, are those rules? Are you not allowed to? Like, literally anything, like, the names have been read. No one's playing this super idol thing. So you are you are not a player in the game anymore. You're done. And so you do not have the authority to, you don't Play. have the ability that's to. Playing. Pl- that's playing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so. Um, I see. I don't know if that's actually true, but I could see that. Yeah, that makes case. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, so I'm trying to think if there was anything. Um, boy, you and I both really responded to that twist in the reward challenge. Loved it. That was so much more fun. It was. Because I thought individual, and then he even outlined which thing you're playing for, and then I was like, okay, so who's going to win, and who's going to pick two other people to enjoy that thing with them? Right. I was just already anticipating the alliances coming out. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. It just, it really... Because whatever it is you're playing for, I guess I just, it's weird. I naturally assumed that if you had the opportunity to play for an advantage, why don't you? People drop out of challenges all the time with the temptation of food because they feel safe. I guess that's it. Yeah. But if you're, but everybody, I mean, when you, when you are aware that there are two people that have idols, if you're Jason, you think, well, I'm in an alliance of three. We've got two idols between us. An advantage would be pretty good too. And now we have total pa- and we have total power on top of having this super idol possibility. Mm-hmm. If I'm on the other side, I look at the alliance of three and I think, well, there's only three of them, but they do have two idols. I better go for an advantage just to, at the very least, keep it out of their hands. And... Uh, but I guess when you're delirious with hunger, you don't think about everything. Yeah, in second chances, Keith is the only one to go up against somebody to Jill. keep them. Yeah. Yeah. To keep them from winning. Yeah. And yeah, and it was just I mean, I have a hard time not ordering everything that sounds amazing to me at a restaurant. That's when true. I have been eating regularly all day, every day. <laughs> That's true. So for a number of reasons, it is to my advantage to not eat a lot of crap. Uh, longevity, like being able to live longer and then like looking better. And yet sometimes that is not enough to keep me from eating popcorn every time I go to the movies. Right. Um, yeah. So if we can't even resist, that's true. I don't know why a, a castaway hasn't punched Jeff in the face and just eaten the food. That's well, yes, that's true. I, I feel like you probably don't get any money if you do that. No, you have to pay money if you do that. And that's yes, I guess like that is millions. I guess that is assault. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we really liked that twist. I hope they bring it back. Um, it doesn't provide a lot of strategy stuff. It could, though. People could, could, like, discuss, like, you do this and I'll do that, or we will all do this to make sure one of us gets the advantage. Yeah. It could be really interesting. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it got interesting enough if they'd ever show that part of it, the figuring it out, the conversation being had. That's what I want to see. I want to see if, like, because I assume they just say, all right, raise your hands. Uh, yeah. It'd be nice if he said, I'll give you guys a moment to strategize. Yeah. Which I recognize you don't, why would you do that for an individual? And it's like, because you know. Yeah. You know that there there can be an element to this that would be really exciting. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I really liked that. The challenge itself was fine, just balancing, you know. They destroyed a lot of pots uh, this episode. It's a pot-heavy episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's a day after. No, it's 420. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that is dumb. I just thought of something dumb. I'm sorry, everybody. We don't even smoke pot. No. We're laughing about this horrible joke. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and then the immunity challenge is really interesting. Right. I will say, though, just quickly going back to the okay. reward challenge, if this takes place of a, I, I really like the auction. And yeah. if this takes place of that, I'm assuming 
because there's an advantage or there's food or there's letters, all of which shows up in an auction sometimes. That's a bummer. Why would you ever not have the auction or the family visit? I don't know. Why don't they have the hero shots at the in opening credits? Why are there no opening credits? Come that on. That I understand because you want to, you got to trim as much as you can for time. You don't. You really don't. There are only eight of them that you have to introduce at this point. That's true. It can get shorter and shorter the later and later in the season it goes. Everyone pre pre jury that got voted out, you can cut them. That's fine because they've at least gotten one hero shot yeah. at the beginning of the season. I just really yeah. think it robs them of that and it saddens me. Yeah. It's hard to, even if you're a terrible player, in that moment, yeah. you're a total badass. Yeah, because you made it onto Survivor. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so. You know, the slow-mo, like you're emerging from the water and it's yeah. like dripping off of you. And you're and the colors tend to be really super, overexposed. Yeah, super contrasty. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, Auctions, I, family visits. Letters from home yeah, and opening credits all need to come back. Yeah. Just the stuff that, and you know, with the auction, there's definitely strategy involved. There can be with, with a family visit. There can be with letters from home. Maybe at this point, the auction got a little bit boring because someone is always just willing to like not bid on anything. And then as soon as Jeff says advantage, someone's like $500. Yes, that is true. Um, but if Maybe they if said it was a nan- uh, kept a secret like under yeah something and he didn't say what they were voting on. Yeah, that's true. Because then what you do is the further you get into the auction, it's like they haven't done you an advantage yet, and now they're having something covered. I wonder if that's it. And you never know when the auction's done. Yeah, that would be the way to do it. Yeah, there's a way to still make it interesting. I yeah, feel bad I, for I the people so. who get like slugs. Yeah, but that. That's goes to what I was going to, what else I was going to say is the family visit is always dramatic. I always yeah. cry and the auction is always a lot of fun mm-hmm. and there's drama. There's the yeah. drama involved in, Oh shoot, I got a plate of slugs. Yeah. You know, um, that is unfortunate as, and it almost always seems to happen that one person, they just keep bidding and they just get like, here's some lukewarm water. Here's some slugs. Meanwhile, somebody else gets like a hamburger, a pizza, beer, chips, and there's like peanut butter, chocolate. <laughs> like one of the, I forget which one it was. I think it was uh, season. It was one of Penner's seasons where he just everything he bid on, he just yeah. kept getting, and so he ate like three meals. Yeah, and uh, and it, the look on his face was like, hey, I, I don't know how I keep getting these. You guys can bid, um, but. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. I, I do hope that they not even bring it back. They they haven't Well, yeah. They haven't ruled it out yet. It might still be there. I just But you're right. When the, there is an advantage and you're making a choice and yeah. you're choosing to go with this over something else. Or they could take the advantage out of the auction altogether. Yeah. And just keep it keep it fi- well, but then there's I don't know. There's something to be said. Then food it's just and letters yeah. and soap and a shower. Yeah. That's true. Um and I think as the show has moved forward, it's become so much less about the survival element. Right. Um, and it's so much about strategy now that to, ha- that to have an auction without a, a possible advantage is yeah. just... They should just keep it a secret. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, so yeah, the final immunity challenge was, was really... 
I like I enjoy simple immunity challenges. I don't like when they're too simple, but this one just looked like such just so awful. And the fact that it was between Jason, who's a pretty strong guy, and Aubrey, who I don't associate with being strong. Right. And they were there for like an hour and fifteen minutes. That's insane to That's me. That's insane for people who are being regularly fed, you know? Yeah. How did they do that? Yeah, I don't know. It did seem interesting that the longer they were there, the more they stretched out. And by the end, they could kind of put one palm or the other yeah. on one of them. Yeah, after a while, it's just, okay, my arm's outstretched with my fingers extended. This is the new normal. And now yeah. I know how to adapt. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Because there were, there were moments when I would see somebody with their entire palm on it. And I thought... Julia seemed to switch back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how she was able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the. I would have preferred that Aubrey win because it's fun to see players you like do well when they when they're not expected to do well. Um, but she won the day. Her alliance won At least the she's day. Still there. Yeah, I would yeah. have been really upset honestly if she had gone home today. Yeah, uh, you know, and I keep looking with this season. Basically, at this point, any season, I look for players that are a good have a good shot to come back mm-hmm. and if Aubrey went out now mm-hmm. I would have said okay sh- they're bringing her back mm-hmm. there's no question about it she makes good jokes yeah she's strategic thinker she's stronger I smell than pe- what you're stepping in <laughs> yeah <laughs> I feel like that's your first indicator the person's not totally into what you're saying <laughs> not I smell what you're cooking it's I smell what you're stepping in um she's just quirky I yeah. love her I think she's like, it's like we're spitting like a couple of demented llamas. (laughs) Yes. You know, she's just kind of a a goofy, witty person. And uh, uh, yeah, I think she's definitely, if she doesn't win, I think she's definitely, maybe even if she does. Yeah. uh, That she's someone that they would want to have back. Definitely. Um, But yeah, so Scott got voted out. Uh, Ty has an advantage. He has his idol. I think he's got a couple. He has definitely an in with Julia. I think he's got one with Aubrey. Yeah. who had the extra vote last time? Steven? Yes. But Steven, it was a different situation where you have an extra vote and you're taking a vote away right. from someone. But this one was done that before that. it didn't work. It didn't because people swindled him. But uh, Right. It'll be interesting to see if Ty can pull off using this well. Yeah. My vote is no. Yeah, he's not that savvy of a player. Um, no. He's an odd mixture of playing with his head and his heart and not a good mixture necessarily. Right. I think what what redeems him is that everybody likes him and he has a very, very strong social game that even when you're on the other side, even when you are part of the alliance that everybody hates, everybody acknowledges that's a guy I can still approach mm-hmm. and work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a good... I don't know. I mean, he if he get makes it to the end, maybe he loses Scott's vote and maybe Jason's vote. Or maybe they appreciate what he did right. by the end. Um, Again, Ponderosa. Scott is pretty chipper. Like, pretty yeah. much like, hey, I was had. Yeah. That's a bummer. Let's go see how much I weigh. Like, nobody has been really, really upset. Yeah. it's And I think that's how you know that these are actual, that these are fans of the, of the show. Um, Again, it just goes back to the, like, chipper quality of this cast. Yeah. There's not a lot of bitterness, you know. No. When you when you look back on uh, season thirty, mm-hmm. and so many people were bitter, so many people took everything personally. Um, you didn't get a whole lot of that in thirty one, 
second chances. I feel like you didn't get much of that. Um, and this one either. And this last season and this season are just a nice breath of fresh air. Cause, yeah. Cause 29 could be pretty tough at times. Yeah. And yeah. So it's, everybody is there to everybody and Joe, um, they're all there because everybody they. Everybody and Joe. Sorry, I should say everybody but Joe is there to play the game, understanding that it is a game and that blindsides do happen. And when you're one of eighteen, it's like oh, the odds are actually pretty good that I'm going to be voted out, and <laughs> it could be a blindside. Yeah. So that happens. Uh, if it does, I'll be bummed out. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and that does seem to be the general attitude. Once again, good Ponderosa. Great Ponderosa. Reveals a lot about who Scott is in a lot of ways. You know, you find out about some of his family situation when he was younger and what's going on with his family right now. Holy crap, what horrible letters to read. Yeah. I would want to leave immediately. Yeah, it's pretty tough. I would be tough. so over it. You're not even in the game anymore. Yeah. You're thinking like, these could be my last weeks or whatever with my sister. Yeah. That's really hard. My heart goes out to him. Yeah. And it's not, and what I do like about Ponderosa is whether the ones that, how they used to be and how they are now, but I think now especially they really want to focus in on who is this person outside the game. The game is over. So who are they for real? And what I really enjoyed and was pleasantly surprised about with this one specifically is that we kind of thought, okay, the more ponderosas that happen the more it'll be a group ponderosa right because you know like neil's has to be only neil yeah that they would compound but really there were only contributions from a couple other castaways who are also on ponderosa like debbie didn't enter into it literally at all and they did a good job still of making it about each individual who got voted off that day yeah, I mean, they talked to Nick and Neil who are talking about Scott. Yeah. So. By the way, if you're having trouble finding the Ponderosa, search YouTube. Don't go to CBS. Yeah. I don't know why, but we could not find it on CBS.com. We did a general Google search and it popped up on YouTube immediately. So it feels like maybe they're waiting a little bit to post it. On Understandably, because yeah. it is a spoiler. Um so if you want to pause again and watch it or for future reference for the next seven people, just go straight to YouTube. It's up there. Yeah, it's uh, CBS slowly but surely is understanding how the Internet works, but they still have miles to go. You know, at the very least, they're not showing like they did at this point several years ago. But you would go to like the survivor page of the CBS website and it would have like uh, uh, all the faces of the castaways. And then they would have like, you know, faces X'd out of people that have been voted out. It's like, all right, that's fine. Um, But they would do it immediately. Yeah. After uh, like East Coast time immediately. So if you were if you weren't able to catch it on TV and it's like, okay, well, I guess we'll have to watch it on the website up. Yeah. I guess it's that person. Yep. So, yeah, it's a it's a bummer, but uh so they don't do that anymore. That's Miles ahead nice. of that, but still Yeah. Basic navigability is also important. <laughs> so, you you actually want people to be able to find your content, especially when you're clearly putting so much time and effort into that content. Yeah, it's as you bizarre. Are it is absolutely bizarre. 
But anyway, all right. Um, I think we will probably end there. Yeah. As always, uh, excited. Although, you know what? We will not be able to record next week. Oh, you are out of town. I'm going to be out of town. So I hope nothing too exciting happens next week. Somehow I feel like that's not the case. This is definitely, I think I'll still watch, uh, but I won't be home until several days after that. Yeah. um, So maybe we'll record something. Maybe we'll just skip a week. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, Might be a bye. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make a decision as we get closer, but uh, but yeah, so uh, it could be, it's definitely not going to be a week from today. It could be longer or it could just be two weeks from today. So thank you everybody for bearing with me on that. Uh, you're welcome to leave comments uh, on the on the post for this this episode at battleshippretension.com. You can email me, Tyler, battleshippretension.com. You can uh, like us on Facebook for regular updates. And I think that is it. On Thank- Facebook, is it um, our page or the BP page? It's it, We have our own page. Okay. It is the Worth Playing For page. Okay. Um, but yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. As for the rest of you, got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Thanks. Bye. Bye. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet. 